Hello everyone and welcome to episode 28 of the All In Football Fantasy Premier League show. I'm your host, the FPL guru, Alex Rex, and joining me today on his lonesome once again is Scott Williams. Scotty, how are we doing today? I'm all right, mate. Sun is shining. Um, fantasy football is in the dirt, so what more can we ask for? It's, uh, it's brilliant. Uh, one of my favourite questions I had this week has uh, came through and it said, everything's gone to now. How do we fix it? That was literally one of the questions. It was that Callum Burnett? <laughs> it was. It was. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, he's asking that question. He's got a wild card left. I mean, that's how that's how you fix it. We will touch on wild cards uh, today because I know a couple of listeners have got wild cards left and it'll be one of the next two game weeks they're using it. Um, how you can combine it uh, in conjunction with the with, with the bench boost. Um which potentially will be used in game week 36. If you have a free it left, uh, when do you use it? And there's only kind of one one space left, 37 or 38, I suppose, as well. But we'll cover off uh, where the fixtures all lie. Every fixture is in place now officially, uh, other than one, which is Man City against Wolves. We still don't know if that's going into 36 or 37. It seems relatively likely it's going to, into game week 37 now um, for TV purposes. And the reason being um, that Liverpool play in midweek, game week 37. So Manchester City, if they also play in midweek 37, makes for better TV, more exciting running, etc. So, But it seems that way, but we're, we're still, still in doubt. But all the fixtures are in place. We'll have a look at those. We'll have a look at this week's double game week, game week 34. Chelsea and Man United are doubling this week. And yeah, we'll review the podcast league uh, and so on. So let, let's start off with the kings of the game week so far. So as we stand in game week 33, there's only one fixture left outstanding, which is Southampton at home to, oh no, Southampton away to Burnley. Burnley at home, big game for uh, for Burnley. Uh, already got two Southampton players in the team of the week though. Uh, Fraser Forster and Jan Bednarik. I mean, if you, you had both of those in your team this week, whether you're free hitting or not, then congratulations. Um, Matt Target, one of the uh, free hit options that everyone was really discussing and talking about with 11 points. Uh, Pontus Janssen, he's had a couple of weeks this season where he's appeared in here. Janssen, um, he's not done too bad. Bruno Guimarez, Guimarez, we uh, spoke about him last week. He was on that list, short list of differentials I sent over and you know, didn't end up picking him, which is a shame, but everything seems to be going through him at Newcastle. So he's definitely someone to consider, especially considering he is only at 4.9 million. So he's a cheap midfielder as well. Mo Salah, whoever doubted Mo Salah, Scott? Us, last week. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> to be fair, our, our conclusion was that he was underperforming compared to his stats and he came back and delivered. So, um, and we also had a serious discussion at the end about you know making him captain because we were playing Man United and we felt like he was going to turn up that game, which, which was absolutely spot on about. It was, uh, literally. There was four captaincy options in my team this week and I uh, chose the only one that blanked, <laughs> which is well done with Harry Kane. But we did speak about the lethargic, 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 how lethargic they've been. There's definitely a different words used there um, in the early kickoffs. But um, Sadio Mane, 13 points, um, definitely in good form at the moment, this very moment in time. Uh, question coming up about £11 million midfielders. Uh, Riyad Mahrez, classic. He'll always appear in here from time to time. Uh, Elanga, 12 points, delivered nice to that. I don't know my draft team. Ronaldo, um, for the for the Norwich game, of course, only played one game um, for obviously sad reasons in this Liverpool game. Uh, but a hat-trick there with 17 points. And Eddie Nketiah, Leeds fans, Eddie and Ketia delivering with 15 points so far. But uh, yeah, one game left to go. Uh, Scott, who really 
Who who stood out for you this week? Any surprises? Any other people on there? How do you feel? Uh, how did this game week go for you generally? Game week for me generally went horrendous, mate. Uh, so <laughs> I had Harry Kane captain and I could say it was there. We, we, we kind of called it. Well, I know I said the week before, it worried me how Spurs, it, Spurs might be. We went, we, we went a week early with that prediction. Yeah, they were terrible uh, in that early kickoff. I think it does does actually really just sum up how I would love to see, and Alex, you'll probably have some stats all up for this. I would love to see the score lines and stats for that 12 30 kickoff on a Saturday because I'm sure it's terrible. You, you don't usually get a big, big scoring sort of game week there. Um, no. for myself, I stayed with Salah. And then there's some people, Jack Alcroft, did not stay with Salah. So mm. that was that was that was quite a good win for mine and Jack's little battle. Um, people that impressed me, um, Salah returning uh, again. And it wasn't just the goals, it was his overall performance. He looked on it, he looked back. So he looked, he looked, he looked brilliant, quite frankly. And uh Orlando looked good. Ronaldo's Ronaldo. Uh, who, whoever says he's having a bad season, his third top goal scorer is a fourth. It's yeah. unbelievable. Right, um, and then in Ketia, he actually looked really good last night. I was I was quite impressed by him. I, his Leeds fans love him, and I've never understood it because he. I know you've got to be there to score tappings, but for me, he didn't do a lot of Leeds other than score a few crucial last minute tappings, mm-hmm. which is a lot for Leeds fans. But as someone not a Leeds fan watching it, I wasn't that impressed. But he looks good last night. He did look good. I mean, Charles's defence were a joke. Oh wow, they were so uh, bad, weren't that? Was they were on, honestly, I they were awful, weren't they? At the back, I think it just shows when you've not got Thiago Silva and Rudiger in there. They're really exploited, aren't they? So, at those sort of the centre back positions, so they, they did look pretty poor. Um, but knowing Ketty looked good, um, I, I still wouldn't jump on him, even though he's pretty cheap and he's probably going to play the next game, but. Yeah, it was, a, it was a weird, weird week. It was a weird week. Um, congratulations to Manager of the Week, and I don't think he can be overturned um, at this moment in time. We've still got Brozier left to play, but Gavin Webb, who's gone back top of the podcast league, his overall ranking in the top 10K at eight and a half. So very nice, consistent ranking. Uh, Cancelo, Trent, Robertson, you know, very solid. Reese James on the bench, um, didn't deliver. So uh, it ended up working out really quite nicely there, but a really solid back four. Unlucky on Schmeichel last minute. I think a lot of people got unlucky there with uh, having Casper in goal. Um, last minute losing that that goal to uh, to Everton. But getting his captain right on Mo Salah ended up really working out. And that's the uh, that's the, the main reason for it. Um, same again, to be fair, with, with AD Chip in second place. Didn't have as good a week at all, really. Um, you know, 15 points less than Gav, but the big saving grace was the uh, the Mo Salah captaincy with uh, with 38 points, but just outside the uh, top 10K for 80. Um, the statistics on Salah captain this week were crazy. Um, the, he only got 7% of the top 10K captain him, 8% of the top 100K captain him. Oh. So he really wasn't heavily picked. And I can completely see why. I think you definitely have to look back at, at times. I usually kind of do this more at the end of the season. But when you, when you have a real look at players' form, performance, you know, why you pick somebody to be the captain they were. And obviously, I've got to, I've got to highlight Harry Kane at home against Brighton. And when I captained Harry Kane, he's got 11, 13, 6, 8, 13, 4 and 10. In his last games, I mean, the the, the run of form is on amazing. 
Um, he's not at home against Brighton. They play expansive football. I thought they might be able to get in behind. You know, they've got quite slow centre-backs. It, it seemed like a, the right pick, him or Son, as a, as a captaincy option. When you compared it to Mo Salah, who, you know, don't get me wrong, got an assist against City, but 3-1-9-3 the games before that. It, it still felt like Kane was the right choice. I don't think it was. I don't think it was a mistake. I, I just think it's just one of those things that works out sometimes for you and sometimes doesn't. Personally, but yeah, sometimes you have to really take a take a hard look at these things. And uh, but yeah, well done to everyone that did captain Salah. What what are the other things to point out as well this week in terms of statistics? So uh, we referred back to the to the difference if you free hit or or didn't in game week thirteen. This week was also another prime option where you could have free hit. The average uh, 14.92% of managers, so 1,492 managers in the top 10K used their free hit this week. The average point score for free hitters was 66 points. So if you got more than 66 points in general without free hitting, you're on to a winner. Um, this week, for example, I got 72. Uh, I've got Brozier to play. Uh, I know you've got 55, Scott. Um, have you got any players left to play? Oh, they want to. They want to make any appearances. Yeah. Yeah. If Che wants to come on the pitch for you, then that'd be great. Um, but, ba- but basically, uh, it's proven that this week itself was not the, a great week to to free hit, uh, and it was the right decision and the right move, even with uh, Ronaldo getting a hat trick. Because the majority of people who wanted to captain people, captain Bruno, and obviously Tom with seventy three points, more than the average for a free hitter. Um, so yeah, it, it, even though game week 30 probably proved like it might have been the right time to free hit, 33 would have been the wrong time generally. Obviously, it's always team dependent, blah, 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 blah. But generally speaking, statistically, um, another decision Jeff Belcher got right. Has <laughs> to be said, he's sitting there in third, got his captain free hit 30 rather than 33. Um, Scott, I would, I would just on. say one thing as well. While yes. you were doing that, I was interested. So I did just have a quick glance through the early kickoffs on Saturday, actually. And I've come back until sort of mid December. Other than Leeds, <laughs> getting a couple of spankings. <laughs> Bye. The biggest scoreline is 2 1. And that was like one or two occasions, and that was a Man City, and then everything else was one-one or one-nils. It really does show that that game is that kickoff time does not have goals, and I think for me, I'm going to really take that into consideration a bit more. I think. Yeah, I think you've, it's, got, it's, you've it's got to fun. think your players are not they've not got that adrenaline rushing through the body. They've not been up and about as long. You know, they're going to be that more lethargic, aren't they? So I think well, it's me in a toss-up situation again, unless it's a really nailed on, you can't go away from it kind of thing. I think when I'm flipping, I think I would probably use that as a potential... Because, see, I don't like... I know we're all going to go Salah, but at the end of the day, Newcastle on form, I don't like it now. Now I've looked at those statistics. Yeah, it's in, it's going to be interesting to see who people want to go for in, in game week 35. Liverpool, the early kickoff away to Newcastle. That's going to be a, a, a big game. The, the other fixtures haven't been sorted yet other than... 37 Spurs, Spurs at home to Burnley. Game week 37 is the early kickoff on Saturday. I hate it again. I hate the early kickoff. It's dead to me now. Yeah. I, I, and do you know what? By the looks of it, statistically, it seems to be the case. Um, the uh, Another couple of bits of, bits of housekeeping to have a look at were the fixtures, like I said, have all been, all been arranged. So we've got a double game week, this game week. Um, the only teams that double are Manchester United are at home against Chelsea. 
those that's the extra fixture that's bit in this week because Chelsea are in the FA Cup final, which means that Chelsea have a single game week in game week 37 at home to Leicester and Manchester United blank in game week 37. The only fixture outstanding is Man City against Wolves and don't know where that's going to go yet. Most likely it's going to go into game week 37 rather than game week 36, TV purposes, um, uh, etc. So that seems to be the more likely situation. And also the, the, the West Ham game needs to be on the weekend of 37 in case West Ham make the final, which would be midweek in 37 for the European final. That they're in. Yeah. So yeah, that needs to stay there. So it's the Wolves game that needs to fit. So that's where we're up to with it. So if we have a look at the double game weeks in game week 36, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to this when we're talking about wildcards and talking about picks and players. But these, these are basically confirmed now who's going to be doubling in 36 and basically confirmed who's going to be doubling in 37. So uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll come back to that. And we had the discussion as well about form. Now this doesn't take into account this, this game week that's, that's just gone, but there are teams at the top here like Brentford, Liverpool, Leeds, Spurs. Form is something that definitely needs to be taken into account this time of the season. And you also need to take into account teams that are going to be on the beach a little bit more or that aren't going to be giving 100 Not going to be giving 100% in games sounds a little bit harsh, but... I haven't seen the Leicester-Everton game, so I'm completely speculating here. But with 10 minutes to go, Leicester are 1-0 up. Everton have to get a result, really, out of that game to continue their fight for survival. I just feel like all those Everton players would have had that extra 5 or 10%, would have had that extra half a yard in their stride, that extra bit of adrenaline, that extra bit of drive. And those Leicester players wouldn't have wanted to get injured you know, wouldn't have wanted to fly into a tackle maybe a little bit more. Maybe have been a little bit more, uh, yeah, a little bit more cautious. And I think sometimes that needs to be taken into account towards the end of the season. Um, and, you know, less than not keeping clean sheets is key. So it's just something to, something to watch when it comes down to um, uh, matches. Villa, look at that at the bottom. Four losses, four losses in a row. Because they're a big consideration for wildcards. Because they're doubling 36 and doubling 37. So if you don't have a free hit left, they're an ideal team. So anyway, we'll have a look at that in a bit. Scotty, I wanted to uh, ask you, and I was going to ask Tommy, and honestly, he's unfortunately too busy working. Um, your predictions for the uh, for the Premier League for the rest of the season. Now, you've obviously got the table in, in front of us, start, starting with the top. Um, who do we think? Who do you think? City or Liverpool? Uh, City. City. They'll all win every game. Well, they've got another point advantage, haven't they? Mm. So, yeah, City will win the league. Obviously, Liverpool then second. Um, I honestly don't know what I don't know what Chelsea's going to turn up. Uh, I think Chelsea will stagger over the line to third. Inconsistency. Yeah. I mean, they've only got the FA Cup final left. Obviously, those players will want to perform in the league to get that place in the FA Cup final. You would have thought, um, but yeah, pretty inconsistent Chelsea at the minute. Brilliant against Madrid, horrendous last night against Arsenal. Um, Fourth, it's, it's a funny one, isn't it? Um, I don't think Man United will get it or anyone below them. Um, I think Spurs will still get it. I think the next game's big for Spurs. They need to react after that bad display because they were, you know, one of the best teams in the league coming up to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, if That's they react nice. next game against Brentford, Brentford, which is going to be a very tough game because Brentford, are, I was saw very much. Top top form team pretty much. Um, if they can react and get result, L- London derby, 
I think they'll get over the line because I back Conte. But I mean, Arsenal just started to do it the hard way, haven't they? Uh, lose, like lose it on paper easier games, and then just go. Well, actually, we'll just beat Chelsea forty away from home. Um, I think Spurs will just nick it. Arsenal fifth, United sixth, West Ham yeah. seventh. I think it'll be pretty similar to that. So essentially, all... the table the table will look like this. <laughs> it's finished. So they've still all got things to play for, haven't they, Dan? I mean, when mm-hmm. you think about it, like you know, yeah. will any seven teams will make make Europe. You know, Wolves and West Ham are still fighting out for that last European place. You know, yeah. West Ham have to win the European trophy to guarantee European football next year. You know, it's still all to play for. The teams in limbo, limbo land, are Leicester down to Villa. Yeah, the, I, would, I, would, I would include Leeds personally in that as well. But okay. I know Leeds will be fighting. They won't be playing like they're in limbo. They'll be fighting still for points. But they're never going down for me. I just, I don't think they're going down either. I just feel like they're four points away from... Yeah, I mean, I've been there always said four is comfortable to stay up, but like you say, 37 is yeah. going to keep them up, isn't it? I think, yeah. I think they win. Um, I think uh, they're away at Palace, I don't think they'll win that. I think they'll win one of the next upcoming games. They've got a tough little run, but then they do finish Brentford and someone else. So, yeah. well, Burnley, but Burnley have got seven games left, and they sort of so they can get 21 points. I don't see Burnley getting 12 points out of 21. Well, this is what I said to Tom. It's not so much that I don't think you're going to just pick up loads of points. I think it's more the fact that you look at Burnley and Everton, they're not exactly pulling trees up, are they? They're not doing what Fulham did a few years ago and West Brom did when they had the great escape. They've not hit a big run of form and gone, my God, they're an absolute... Like, say, if Brentford were down there and they've just come and had this unbelievable run. No one's doing that. They're not exactly playing well. Burnley have lost John Dyche. That's probably going to... That, that, that crowd tonight is going to be flat because oh, he was a god at that club. Um, and if they don't get a good start, that crowd's going to be on the back of the players and the owners, etc. So I just don't think they're doing enough Burnley or Everton to even worry Leeds in the slightest. No, no, I'd, 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 kind, of, I'd kind of agree with that. I think, I, I'd, I think it, yeah, maybe one more win or a win and a draw and then they'll, they'll relax, you know, they'll yeah. relax. But until then, you know... They, they have to get still pick up some points, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then it's it's bottom four, isn't it? I mean, at the end of the day, the bottom two are gone. Yeah, you know, they're, they're never going to claw that back in in six games. Um, it's probably Everton against Burnley to see who's going to go down, isn't it? Yeah, Burnley, Burnley for me are gone. Yeah, I agree. I, I, if if especially if they lose tonight, because then Everton have got a game in hand and they're four points ahead of them. And yeah. Burnley have lost their manager, lost the momentum. But no, I'd, uh, I'd agree. But these are all things to bear in mind when it comes down to FPL. And you, you have to know what people are playing for. And uh, surprise results can come from, from different different places. And don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, Southampton, for an example, I, I don't know what Southampton are going to turn tonight. You know, you could you could get the team that got spanked six nil or a couple of nine nils, or you, you could get a Southampton that play really good football and everyone talks about Hart and who will be in the next Man United manager again. You know, it's just it, it it's you don't know what you're gonna get with Southampton. It's it, well, the, the the Premier League's fantastic, isn't it? South Chelsea spanked Southampton six nil. Mm-hmm. Southampton then beat Arsenal one nil. <laughs> Arsenal then beat Chelsea four two. <laughs> I think Chelsea beat themselves last night, to be honest. And that's yeah. one thing I would say about Arsenal. I, I'd I won't get carried away with the fact they beat Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. I mean, Chelsea beat themselves pretty badly last night. It was they were they were horrendous. Um, to get on to Chelsea, first question we had: uh, Chelsea essentials. Pick three. 
Uh, I had a couple one, which was triple up, essential, pick your three, Mount or Havertz, James or Rudiger if Rudiger's fit. So those are the three questions I had directly surrounding Chelsea. So let's start on the, the, the one that I think most people are asking, which is if I could only have one, Mount or Havertz, um, I'm going to get some stats up on the screen because I am, I am going to compare them. Uh, but Scott, what's your take on them generally from a footballing perspective? Football generally perspective, no money on the line. They're all the same price. Havertz for me would be my pick just because um, I think he's a special, special player and he he is that first pick in that attacking role. And even though Werner's coming to a bit of form at the minute, he, he is looking like the one. Um, he did get his minutes managed a bit last night. It wasn't like he was dropped. He was obviously just rested. Um, but it's very close. If, mm-hmm. if I had the choice, I'd probably just go for Havertz. Um, but Mount's on really good form. Yeah. He's cheaper on FPL. He's looking good. He's trusted. He seems like one of uh, two shells, two shell, mm-hmm. two shells, uh, trusted players. And for some reason, I took him out like two weeks ago. I don't know what I was thinking. It's where they get blinded by double game weeks, don't you? Madison and all that. It's just people do sometimes. That's just the way it goes. I think you've been unlucky, really, to get kicked by that too hard. But if we, if we look at the attack in detail, then we're looking on per start. But let's just look at per 90 minutes. I think that's probably the, the slightly more important statistic. Uh, I'm trying to see if... Are we looking at whole of season here? Fixture filters. Yeah, we are looking at whole of season, aren't we? Fine. So when you're looking at um, Mason Mount, obviously he's got more points... Um, per 90 minutes I wanted to look at the expected points because I think that was yes so expected points per 90 minutes even though Mason Mount's got 6.96 total points his expected points were actually only 5.87 so he's performing above his statistics by nearly nearly a full well over a full point a match whereas Kai Havertz per start has got 5.75 points per minute but his expected points are 6.1 so his actually expected points are higher than what Mason Mounts are. Um, he's had double the amount of big chances per 90, so that obviously links into that. He's had more shots in the box again. Um, he's, had, he's had less shots on target, but more shots, more touches, um, final third passes for Mount. It just goes to show that Mount is probably more the creator and Havertz is generally more the, more the goal scorer. Um, my honest answer to this, query is actually I think I'm just going to I'm, I'm going to narrow this down now to probably from like game week 26 but I actually think you really need to have both of them if you're wild carding they're absolutely a mid a midfield double up on Chelsea I, I believe Percy's more of a priority than the defensive double up especially after watching them last night Jesus um, since game week 26 both of the players have got 44 points each and Havertz's stats are just are just slightly better in terms of attacking detail, um, he's slightly more money. Uh, if I had to, a gun, gun to my head, I'd be going for Havertz. But I actually think gun to my head, I'd go for both of them. <laughs> if I was going to wildcard right now to go in a midfield and play in five. What do you think, Scott? Yeah, I'd, I'd probably have to agree with that because you're not gambling on any attackers on fantasy football. You're not, you know, Werner's playing a bit. You're never going Lukaku. So you're never going, you're never touching the top. Which leaves you with your midfield and your defense. Like you said, I don't trust the defense enough 
And I don't think, even though I like having Reese James in, he's not a Trent. He's not like, you're not like, oh, they've conceded, but it's all right. Trent's going to probably get an assist in this game. He's not quite at that level yet. Um, so for me, I wouldn't be double up on the defence either. So I would, if I was to double up, I'd absolutely agree with you and go for two midfielders and I would, I'd always go Reese James. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I would say is that we, when you're talking about... Um, but people have, I've heard quite a few things in the community this week about, well, Havertz's ceiling is higher. So he's, his ceiling is he's a number nine for Chelsea. It's not factually because Mason Mount's two top scorers, two top scores this season, are 19 points and 24 points. Those are his two top. He's got a 19 pointer and a 24 pointer this season. Havertz's are 14 and 12. Those are his two top scores. So Mason Mount's top score was, I can't remember what I just said, like seven points higher than Mount. Yeah, I think it was in, I think, yeah, I think it, the Mount's top score was in the game where Herbert blanked, I believe, as well. And Mount hit a hat trick, didn't he? Uh, yeah, um, against Chelsea against Norwich, it was the seven other one, seven points. Yeah. Ten, like 10 points more, 24 to 14. Now it's 10 points, good maths. But literally 10 points higher, Mount. Yeah. So I, I, that's why I think you've got both three goals and an assist, goal. Against Norwich. So, um, yes, Havertz is the player I'm bringing in this week into my fantasy team, uh, into midfield. But if I was wildcarding right now, uh, Callum Burnett, everything's gone to pot. How do I fix it? I put both of these players in my team, so I think they've got great upsides. Um, yeah, James or Rudiger. It's James for me over Rudiger. Um, yeah. The ceiling thing, again. And also, he's just more fun to watch. Like, yeah. imagine watching Antonio Rudiger as your player when you could have Reese James as your player. I'd rather have Alonso than Rudiger to watch. <laughs> I just don't even... like Rudiger as well. I think he's just not nice. He isn't nice, is he? He's uh, a nice man. He's not a very nice person. We're nice people in our team. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't double up on the Chelsea defence because, if, I mean, they've, they've conceded. When I looked at the, the... How many goals have they conceded? They've obviously, five in the last four. It's yeah, just even, a lot. They're quite inconsistent, actually. They've, they yeah. had a good run in sort of March. They didn't con- they conceded one goal in March in the league. And then the, they obviously kept a clean sheet against Southampton. Yeah. Um, but I remember, I remember watching Soccer Saturday, a lot of the games, sat there without having Rudiger and have, without having any Chelsea defence. A couple of the games... The, they should have conceded. I remember the pundits like that saying, "I have no idea how Chelsea are not losing this game." So, um, I think even the Southampton game, I think Southampton were all over him at the beginning. Oh, they were. Remember when Mendy was absolutely possessed? He was unbelievable, yeah. wasn't he? Um, so, yeah, I, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. Um, I think, yeah, your three players are James Mount and Havertz in the order. I would actually, I'd, I'd go Havertz. Tough Mount or James, if you only had two of them, probably James, just because I think there's a lot of midfield options, yeah, uh, across the game. And then, then Mount is my, my third choice, but all of them good picks. If you're wildcarding, I'd have all three of them in. Um, so must have players on your wildcard that brings us quite nicely, I think, to uh, to that conversation. So let's do this when, when we're having a look at the fixtures. Let's let's get Mr. Crellin's um graphic up because he thinks he's just nice and easy. You can see in front of you who doubles and who doesn't. So if you're, let's start with goalkeepers. So when you're looking at 
players, must have players to have on a wild card. You want ones that have got plenty of fixtures left. You want ones that have got good fixtures left. So Norwich are the team who have Norwich. Leicester are the team. Norwich, Tim Krull. Leicester are the team that have the most fixtures left to play along with Chelsea. And in terms of actual ability and rating, I mean, I wouldn't go for Mendy. I still think Schmeichel is a top keeper to have him because they're not going to play any other goalkeeper. And they do have in game week 36 for any, they have Villa at home, Spurs away, then they have Norwich at home, Everton at home, Chelsea away, Watford away and Southampton. They have three of the bottom four in the space of two game weeks. I still think, although we've been bitten a couple of times by them, I still think that Schmeichel is probably one of the best keepers. Martinez is just probably a bit too expensive at Villa, but both of these defences just just aren't very good. So if you wanted to go for an outside pick, you've got Crystal Palace, the lead Southampton, Watford at home. You go for Geiter if you wanted to, something like that. Their defence is, is better than the two above them. Um, but that doesn't work if you're looking at a bench boost because in 36, because they only have one fixture. Obviously, it's Watford at home. So, you know, it's not, not the worst in the world. Um, Everton, I wouldn't touch their defence with a barge pole. And to be honest, I wouldn't look at I wouldn't look at Ramsdale right now either. Because I think he could have done a lot better against the Chelsea game. And also, I don't really like the way that um Arsenal, Arsenal defend without Thomas Party. Uh let's get back to that. And who are the other double game week keepers? Yeah, not going to go for Meslier. You know, I'd love Allison, but you're not going to waste a Liverpool space on him. Uh, you're not going to have Tim Krull, potentially, as a backup. Uh, Larice, Liverpool and Arsenal. Again, I, would, I probably wouldn't go for Larice. And, you know, Ben Foster's your absolute number two keeper. Yeah, what, Scotty, it's, it's, it's probably Schmeichel for me still. What do you think? Yeah. He gets a lot of, Because that Leicester defence is so bad, he gets lots of... He gets at least probably a save point a game as well. Um, and obviously a snippet, a snippet maybe a bonus point even without keeping a clean sheet. So, yeah, yeah probably cast for Schmeichel. If I think it's a wild card for me, it's Schmeichel and Foster are your two keepers, especially if you're bench boosting in 36. It's yeah. just, I, I don't think you really need to think too much more about it. Uh, defensively, must-haves. Uh, we've we've just mentioned James. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to assume we're, we're going we're gonna to go with Trent yeah. as well as a must-have. Uh, the rest is quite interesting because, I mean, Cancelo is absolutely one of the best defenders in the game from an attacking. We're getting, we're getting expensive now, aren't we? We are getting expensive. <laughs> we're definitely getting expensive, and I do think that now I know they've got Watford at home right next. I know, and then Leeds away. I know, but the Champions League does fit in around uh, after Watford and then after the Leeds game. So I don't, I'm not saying he'll get rotated. I'm not saying that because he hasn't been. So it's he pretty proven. Be, I don't think. No, because they've like Walker's injuries and Zinchenko's, I don't know what's going on. Uh, Ake has been playing at left back and doing really well, actually. Uh, I feel like at one, at some point he has to be rested but also, it's it's just, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like if there's one of the three of James, Trent and Cancelo that can be sacrificed, maybe it's him. Especially if you're free hitting in game week 37. Because there's the double game week for City, most likely, and then you can bring him in that week if you wanted to do so. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, ideally you'd have him, but then you have to make sacrifices elsewhere in your team. Uh, other defender? Sorry, sorry. Um, I'd look at Wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, Burnley, Brighton, obviously Chelsea, Man City is obviously horrendous. But, um, you know, if you've got a Norwich in there, you'd, you'd back yourself a little bit on there. So I, I would still I'd go back to potentially looking at Wolves, um, potentially. Yeah. Um, in, in terms of other defenders as well, you know, Leicester, Norwich, um, Burnley, Liverpool, but Palace and, Burn, uh, Palace and Burnley again and Man City. Other than the last day of the season, if you haven't got a free hit for 37, I think someone like Matty Cash is a good shout. Um, two double game weeks, even if, you, even if you do have a free hit, I think he's still a good shout as well. Uh, you, you, you want to be looking at players that double in, in 36 if you've got the bench boost. And you, know, you could look at someone like Ben White if you wanted to go if you wanted to go a bit cheaper. I, would, I still wouldn't look at the Everton defenders uh, because they're just a bit of a nightmare. Uh, Leicester defenders, are, it, it's, it's almost impossible to pinpoint them, especially if you've got Schmeichel already. Um, it, it, gets, it, it gets really difficult to see who, who you're going to want to put in there. And I almost feel like the only options that you really want are the really expensive ones. <laughs> so it's, it is, <coughs> sorry. So it is tough to pick. Sorry, excuse me. It is tough to pick who you wanted to go in at the, at the back there. Midfielders, is Salah essential still, Scott? Yes, correct. Uh, he absolutely is. Um, I think even if he'd not done anything against Man United, would still be sat here saying he's essential because he would could hit form at any point. I think he's still essential in a team that's chasing the league. He's going to play. He's going to start every game. He's not going to get dropped. He's definitely essential. Um, just before we go on to um, the re- the interesting question I've got about midfielders um, in the price range of sort of Mane, Son and KDB, one question that did come in was, would you sell Saka for Mount or Havertz this week? I agree. Well, I would, probably I would, what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would. I would too because he scored a penalty yesterday, and I'll be honest, he didn't blow me away in in the game anyway. And the penalty was hilarious because just Aspilicueta was just giving him a couple. It was just yeah, one of the most ridiculous. I mean, they never get given either of those penalties, really, but still. Um, so very blessed to get those points um, for all soccer owners. I am one of them. Um, but yeah, very blessed to get those points out of that at the end of the day. But yes, I would do that. Um, I, I think the I think one of the interesting questions to ask about a wild card is: Do you go for that eleven million pound midfielder bracket, or do you go for Harry Kane? So th- this is it's it's a it's a difficult debate because there's Mane who has to be has to be talked about, Kevin De Bruyne, there's Hyungmin Son, all in that range. And you can't afford James Trent, Cancelo Robertson, you can't even at that point, Mount Havertz, Salah, and you can't afford Kane and De Bruyne. You can't afford Son and Kane. You, can't, you, you, have to, you basically have to sacrifice and have to go for one of those players. So if you were sitting there right now with the fixtures that have got left, who would you be going for between Mane, some, uh, Mane, it's difficult, isn't it? Son, KDB, or Harry Kane. I'm going to rule Mane out straight away. Not because he's not on a great form, and I know he is, but I'm going to go for Salah, and I don't want them both in my team. Um, when I've got this decision, I just can't. Um, who do you want? KDB, 
yeah, KDB, Son Alam. I'll tell you what I'll do, make it make it a bit easier. Um, I will get the get them up on, on this screen here. But yeah, K, basically KDB, Son, um, or you go for Harry Kane. Because you okay. have to you have to go for a striker. Um, he's the only expensive striker you're gonna go for, isn't it? Really, let's yeah. be honest. Because you're not gonna you're not gonna go for Bruno, you're not gonna go for Sterling. So in terms of the expensive midfielders. You could you have to downgrade to Jota. It's basically do you go Son, De Bruyne, Mane, or Kane? Really? Well, tricky. Uh, yeah, it's it's really tough. Um, I think when you look at when you look at Kevin, mm-hmm. he he for me at this very moment in time at an ownership of seven point eight percent. I'll have a look at his ten k ownership in a sec, but seven point eight percent. He's delivering returns in four of his last five, delivered returns in four of his last five matches. And he started all of the last seven. He only missed Norwich. Um, and then before then, he started every single league game for Manchester City since Leeds in game week 17. Yeah, the only fixture, if 17 onwards, you're fine with him, aren't you? Because he's playing lots at least 70 minutes in every game. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Kevin, Kevin for me is the one I was almost saying then as someone to bring in because you don't get hot and cold Man City. You just get a hot Man City. Um, not like with Spurs where you get potentially a cold version of. So for me, I would go Kevin De Bruyne over Son yeah. because you know you've got that consistency with Man City. You know he's going to be making chances every game. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I would, I would have Kevin De Bruyne, Salah, and and Kane, I think if I had the option, if I had the money, it's it's even it's even less than I thought it was. Not point nine. It's nine hundred and twenty. Nine hundred twenty managers. Ninety two managers. Got to get you get your get your maths right now. Ninety two. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because one one percent is. Yeah. Um. Uh, nine hundred. Yeah. 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 Nine point two percent would be nine hundred and twenty. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got ninety two managers. De Bruyne, like, and that's it in the top ten k. I mean, that's 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 crazy low. Whereas when you look at Son, it's half. It's five thousand eight hundred and thirty one managers, and yeah. Kane, it's five thousand one hundred fifty eight. I think it's quite clear if you're looking to to gain. Kevin De Bruyne is just like the dream differential right now. Yeah, I agree. Um, so if I was wild carding. I would be going for a midfield of Mount Havertz, Salah, Kevin De Bruyne. And then leads us on perfectly to the next question that I have. God, it's like I planned this. Um, it's which three, which three strikers would you bring in on a wild card if you didn't have Harry Kane? So if you're going for that expensive midfield, what three budget strikers would you go for? And this person asked the question when they've got a bench boost. So okay. they want a double game week strikers in 36. Okay, so they want three double game week strikers. Yeah, preferably. That's what they're oh, looking dear. for. It's okay. horrendous, isn't it? Sorry, it's all. So how budget, how budget are we going? Well, you'd need to have, I think what I worked out was you probably have to have three of them around about six million or you'd have to have a, like a seven, six and a five, something like that. Uh, so and what that, what what I would probably look, look at doing there um, he's up here. Let's just look at these lot. So, 
Um, can I can I do the budget on it? I know whatever it doesn't matter. I'll do it. So basically, you'd start off with maybe like an Ollie Watkins or an so Ian Ollie Acho. Yes, yeah, so I mean, looking obviously they want the double game weight there, don't they? So I would I would probably look at Watkins, um, Burnley and Liverpool. Personally, um, I, I would actually go for an abs- a, a bit of a bit of an FPL legend a couple of years ago at the start of the season. I would probably go Timo Pukki. I do you know what Pukki was exactly who I was thinking of, and I know that it sounds for a lot of people watching the, listening to this, they'd be like, "My God, really, Pukki?" Genuinely, he's got he scored his last couple of games as well. Yeah, like he's he not is. exactly out of form. Terrible. No. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, Norwich are crap, but they've got Newcastle, Villa, West Ham, Leicester, Wolves, and then Spurs. And, you've, no got, and you've got to look at that double game week. Mm-hmm. Two teams that are going to be in Europe. Exactly. I, I, I genuinely think of the three strikers that you would put in, he's probably the most obvious. Yeah. When you talk, when you think about it. Okay. Um, and I think every wildcard draft I've pretty much seen on Twitter and all across the board has had Pookie in it as the, deep, yeah. as the budget oh, striker. Good. So I, I'd agree. Can I throw a complete curveball in there that might make everyone throw up in their own mouths? Well, I was just about to say Dennis or Dennis. <laughs> we always like to go back to them, don't we? Oh, God, we do. <laughs> I mean, he played 90 minutes his last game. He did He did score a goal. He's 5.8 mil. Yeah. He's got, obviously, City next. So, you'd obviously bench him. Then he's got Burnley, Palace, Everton and Leicester. Yeah, I think you have to go for Dennis um, again. You'll be disappointed when you do it, but you need to go for him again, I think. The other players, you've got options. I mean, someone like Nketiah, if you wanted to, you know, you could, if you've got gambling problems, but I don't think you'll play both games. No, it, it, you know, and, and I think that's that's something that is is is, is something that's an issue. I, I would have um, suggested someone like Cucho um, as well, but he's still injured. He's injured. I think he's done for the season. He's done I'm for the season. Sure. Now, which yeah. is why Dennis, again, he's probably going to play every game now, end of the season. Yeah. Uh, and then one of the other players, Mr. Rodrigo. 90 minutes, 90 minutes, 90 minutes. Has he scored in his last... He scored in, has he scored three of his last... Yeah, he's scored three of his last four games. Like, I think you could go much worse than 6.3 million Rodrigo. Now, I know his, mid, his, his double game week is Arsenal and Chelsea. Right, I'm not... Yeah, but weirdly, you know he's going to play both games. You know what Leeds are like. And also, you can play him against Palace. You can play him against Brent Brighton. You can play him against Brentford on the last day of the season if you wanted to again. I think if you're looking at the handful of... of, of I mean, you don't know when Vardy's going to be back. Um, yeah, I don't know. Right. I, really, I, I love Ian Acho, but he's not showed the form of, of last season. They've got such a good double game week. Everton and Norwich at home, it's so good. But you just can't fully rely on a Leicester asset to play both games again. Um, it's... Watkins versus Ian Acho are probably just edge on the side of Watkins in terms of a double game weaker. And then it's probably Pookie, Rodrigo or Dennis, I would say, in terms of if you're really wanting double game week players, if you're yeah. really wanting to stick out those that have 15 double game week players in game week 36 with your bench boost. Well, I think I think why not as well. It's, I know sometimes it's a debate of, oh, do I go for a double or do I go for a, a nicer looking single? But I think for that budget for strikers who are so thin on the ground this year on FPL, 
I think you may as well just roll the dice and give two, uh, Pookie 180 minutes to do something for you. Because all you want in them two games from Pookie is one goal. Completely agree. And when you look at the single game week options, you know, Tony, Southampton at home, whatever. Bright, Bright, anyone from Brighton? Um, Burnley, Veghorst at home to Villa. No, I'm all right, thanks. Yeah. Um, Mateta got rotated for Edouard last night, which just felt yeah. like a right troll. Um, but Watford at home, you know, United, no one. You know, you could put Ronaldo in for us that season, are you? Um, Newcastle have got City away. Southampton, Brentford away. Like, literally, you know, West Ham have got Norwich away, but it's between, like, potentially no, European right. ties and yeah. you're just not going to touch them so I think plus I'm sorry who are you going for for West Ham the guy that's not performed in nine months yeah Antonio <laughs> still isn't he like the third top scoring striker still from his first right. ball how much of a joke the strikers are this year they're awful aren't they which is why again if you're not going for Kane because Kane is obvious as the as the more expensive option then I, I think if again Keep saying I've gone to my head. And they stop using that phrase. It's just horrible, isn't it? It's a horrible statement. Um, I think right now I would go for Watkins, Pookie, and Dennis if I had to make a decision right now. Um, I do like the Rodrigo pick. I think it's just a bit different. Uh, so we've built our wildcard team there, Scott, roughly. And we've gone Schmeichel Foster, James Trent. If we can afford a Robbo or Cancelo, we'd stick them in there. Then a couple of budget budget ones that are playing, you know, in, in double game week 36. Mount Havertz, Salah, Kevin De Bruyne. And I think we both agreed after last week, probably someone like Dewsbury Hall um, to, to fit in there as your, as your 4.4 mil enabler. Yeah. Uh, and then Watkins, Pookie and Dennis. So hopefully that uh, helps people answer people's, uh, people's questions. Um, Pretty much covers off everything else other than the fact that I had two messages, one telling me that Salah was the GOAT and one telling me that Nketiah was the GOAT um, on, uh, on on Instagram. Thanks, guys, for sending in your questions. Who, really, who sent Nketiah on? Who do, you think, who do you think it was? We're seeing him tonight to play football with. Uh, uh, <laughs> Mr. Burns. He absolutely loves his arsehole, doesn't he? <laughs> what a guy. What a guy. Uh, one of the very fun announcements, that needs to go in now oh. is the All In Football podcast. League Cup starts next week. So Ooh. if any of you guys decide that this this is where, right, I'm, I, I'm if anybody's still listening that's not trying very hard and got loads of chips left, you absolutely stand a massive chance of winning this cup. You can use a chip every week and win the inaugural All In Football podcast League Cup. So fixtures will be determined at the end of this game week. If there are 32 teams, then each team will have a fixture in the cup next week in game week 34. There aren't. There's 20-odd. So some of us, a couple of us will have a bye into the next round already. I have no idea. I think it's random. Uh, oh, some teams, oh, some teams receive a game week 34 based on the game week 33 score. Okay. So the, the probably the top performing teams in this game week 33 will get a bye. So someone like Gav probably has a bye through to game week 35. Like I need any more help this season, Gav. No. Honest to God. Um, but yeah, some of the top performing uh, sides in this game would probably all get a bye. And then everyone else start facing each other. So yeah, there's 28, uh, 28 uh, managers. So if there's 32, what does that mean? There's probably four, four teams that will get a bye then. Um, so yeah, we're very exciting. Want to see who's going to win the cup? They will get an especially big shout out because they will win some silverware this year to go with the, uh, the winner of the, uh, of the actual All In Football podcast league. Um, so yes, exciting times. Watch out for your cup 
draw. So all you guys with wild cards in game week 34, hmm. advantage you yeah. for the cup. Uh, but I like it. How exciting. So let's look at game week 34. Let's uh, just round this off in terms of deadlines, captains, um, and looking at the fixtures. So the deadline is 11 o'clock on Saturday the 23rd. So 11 o'clock deadline on Saturday morning. Thank God for that. Set that up before a bit of day drinking, lads. Um, That'll be be nicely done before you watch Arsenal play Manchester United at home. Leicester Villa, City Watford. Uh, Norwich, Newcastle, Brentford, Spurs on the first uh, first day. Brighton, Southampton, Burnley, Wolves, Chelsea, West Ham, Liverpool, Everton, Merseyside, Derby uh, on uh, on the Sunday. Then Palace, Leeds is the Monday night football, and then on that Thursday it's Man United against Chelsea, um, and then that leads into the next deadline, which again is uh, on the Saturday after. So captaincy picks. Imagine if you brought De Bruyne in this week, there. Watford at home. Someone from City. Don't don't. Also, I wanted to make sure I mentioned. It. I think Foden still is a fine pick. By the way, mm. if you wanted to go for um, another Manchester City player, um, but yes, Sky. Who 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 are we thinking? Who, who immediately stands out to you? Uh, Mason Mount. Mm. Yeah, just get blinded by the double sometimes. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, two really tough games. That's not that's not why, but they're gonna want to bounce back. Obviously, that's a bit of a naughty fixture, isn't it? Chelsea West Ham, uh, as in big, there's pretty big rivalry there, I believe. Um, so I can West, imagine they are playing like they, they, it's all sorry, 34. They, they, they are playing in um Europe after that Chelsea game at West yeah. Ham, and I, I do it does make me think that they're gonna have an eye on that game, and it's live on Sky, it's something to watch. I'd be, yeah, I'd. I'd for me, Mason Mount, or if you brought Kevin De Bruyne in, Kevin De Bruyne. Um, but I'll say I'll just copy and paste what I said last week. Salah could be easy to get a hat trick in seven. Especially with it being Everton. Yeah. I keep forgetting. I look at Everton and like because obviously Everton have been a <laughs> quite an okay football club for like the last few years. I forget how crap they are. Um it takes me a few moments to remember that. So now I've properly thought about it. Half or kickoff at home to Everton in a Merseyside derby in a game where they're chasing the league. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> that is a really tough captaincy pick this week. I think if Chelsea did a single game week and weren't playing a really poor Man United team, I'd, obviously I don't think I'd be tempted at home to West Ham. I think it would be if I brought Kevin De Bruyne in and if I didn't, it would just be Salah. That double game week is sparkling at me a little bit. I don't know. I yeah, don't know. Gonna, can I can I turn my back on Salah again? It's going to be Havertz for me this week yeah. in terms of captain. Right. Um, how is this? It's going to be Havertz versus Salah again. <laughs> the last time Salah got his hat trick when he was uh, it was those two going head to as captains. But it's, pro- it's probably going to be Havertz for me this week. Oh, I'm bringing him in to be captain. It's one of the things I'm doing. Fair enough. Um, home against West Ham and then double game week against an absolutely rubbish, depressing, appalling Manchester United side. So, um, don't get me wrong, these are two must-win games for Man United, but whatever. They probably won't win them. Probably won't win them. So, uh, but absolutely anybody who wants to captain Mo Salah, fair play. Why not? And if you're bringing in someone like De Bruyne, even a Foden. I do, do you think this week then, the people winning the game game leagues, see Gavin Webbs, uh, etc., they'll be getting Salah all there. I think it's an incredibly defensive captaincy pick, though. 
I like, agree with you. I think like people that are chasing, that's when you go for your Man City or Chelsea captains. What I would say, and I know these guys are, I know these guys listen to this podcast, so you know, probably going to maybe stick two fingers up to me when I've, I've I'm, say, I'm saying this anyway. But you can tell from this game week, like as in they've captained Salah against Man United in a single game week instead of going for double game week Saka, double game week Madison, you know, for for an example. You know, they've gone for that single game week player. Um, AD Chips team, for an example, again, uh, double game week Saka. Um, he had Son and Kane, obviously going for Salah, but double game week Madison. What's he went the, for, um, can you just go back on the league? Like, what's, the, what's the gap between these two out of interest? Uh, these two really, really close. Still. So Both for me, eight Gavin points. Webb's definitely going Salah. So it's AD. Are you going to roll the dice, AD? Because if you he's, get your captaincy right, you're going to go top this and week. You know he, and you know he's not, because he's, he's a Liverpool fan. He's too scared to leave. Oh, wow. Well. He's a there massive Liverpool fan. So he's, he went Salah last week, he's going to go Salah this week. I, I'd say we're looking at two Salahs. And the man who's going to captain someone, the man who's going to go that one Havertz, the man who's going to bring in Havertz this week, I've almost bet my bottom dollar on it, Jeff Belcher. Yeah. You're bringing in Havertz this week if you can afford him, and you're captain him, aren't you? 800% is. That, that that's where you're gonna look at the difference, and he yeah. might even be bringing a cheeky Rodrigo in or someone like that. Tom, Tom's gonna captain James in or something. He's he's gonna do something different. No, no I'll tell you now what Tom will do. Click back on his team. <laughs> um, Tom will captain Mo Salah. There you go, Salah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I'm gonna be bringing in Havertz um, and bring captain them, and and we know that Dave Burns probably gonna captain. Oh, he's Havertz not bench well. boost. He's bench boosted this week, yeah. It's, and, and unfortunately, he's, he's bench boosted um, two Everton players. Is that some people laughing in your? <laughs> they're, they're, they're outside, Dave. Um, but yeah, it's an, uh, sorry, an Everton player in Gordon. All I'm saying is, at least he got his little one point for Lacazette coming on for literally four and a half seconds last night. It's uh, it's not worked out too well. The bench boost took a minus four to get it as well, so seventy three overall. But never mind, it is what it is. Um, I think that rounds us off quite nicely, Scott, in terms of this week, uh, in right. terms of chat and conversation. We've, uh, we've identified who we'd pick from Chelsea, who are our must-haves. We've done our wildcard team. We've told you our captains are going to be, um, told you who my transfers are also going to be this week. Uh, and then, yeah, good luck, everyone. Uh, I think it's going to be an interesting game week again. Just like this one, I think we're going to have a couple of different captains. I think there might be a couple of different swings. And I'm really excited for the first week of the All In Football Podcast Cup. I hope I get a buy and need it. I don't think you will with your game week score. <laughs> I think you're going to be playing this week. Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but yes, thank you ever so much for tuning in, everybody. Don't forget to like the video, share it, tell your friends, um, get them all involved. And, uh, and yeah, don't forget to follow us as well on our social platforms. You already have all of football P pod, all of football pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Um, we'll try to put the team up on Instagram best we can do. Scott, thank you for joining me. It was a pleasure, mate, as always. And uh, yeah, good luck and green hours all around in uh, Game Week 34. Bye for now.